0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Matt and Russ. No appointment necessary. I'm Russ, and with me, as always, is my good friend Matt Pisanti. How you, Matt? How you doing, Russ? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. You? I'm good. I've got some exciting news. Oh, go on! We are down with the kids. No, you are what? What? I had a little thing. No, no, no. And, and you know what? I've I've got mixed views on this. According to our analytics. 22% of our audience is naught to seventeen. Right. So we are down with the kids. Alright, uh, that's uh, I was worried you meant somewhere else. Go on. Um like it's the saying in it and you're down with the kids. It means you're still cool. Okay. But um I'm hoping like they're like 16 and 17 and not like five. Yeah. It's not very specific, but I was gonna say because there was a lad who was at HMS Sultan with me, and he was down with the kids. And I think he's in prison for about twenty years. Uh... But this episode's a waste for them because they were born in the ah, true, Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Make sure you got your parents' permission if you're under sixteen, because we do swear and we do touch on a few. Just be, just you know, listen with you with a responsible adult. Twenty two percent of you, the rest of you, are all right, very good, yeah. So that's that's us. Th- 28 to 34 is our highest yeah. audience, so that's good. I fall out of that category soon, which is a bit depressing. But January, I fall out of it. Well, I say soon. It's July. but So 11 months away, so that's yeah. not soon at all. You can't really get much further away apart from 12 months. <laughs> or 30. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> 30. yeah, Sorry, I think it's a year cycle. Yeah, you can. You get like 10 years away from it. (laughs) You could be in the to 17 bracket and be miles away. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking of a year. and I was thinking you can't get any further away than 12 months. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. These these young kids are learning a lot here, aren't they? Well, as Matt said, this is our 90s episode as chosen by our Twitter followers, which is great because we actually sent that poll after we'd already said on our previous episode that we were doing a 90s version. So... Thankfully, people picked 90s. <laughs> it's as if we rigged the vote, isn't it? Yeah. We it's never. Terrific. No, we did not. No, don't say things like that. We're not Anton Deck. Anton Deck? <laughs> don't you just say, like, Robert Mugabe? No, they Ant didn't De- they rig the ITV thing when people were dialing in and still getting charged. Oh, yeah. Okay. Robert Mugabe rigged the election. And that guy in Belarus recently as well. Yes, yes. Uh, who gave the. Uh stupidest advice ever. If you want another election, you'll have to kill me. All right, yeah. He, he actually used those words, so he's officially gave his people orders. It's not like... It's not, what What's the worst thing that could happen to saying that to really aggravated people? Yeah. Who you want, want another an election? election? Just kill me. <laughs> Easy as that. Anyway, I just want to pick you up on one thing, Russ. Okay. You mentioned Anton Deck. Yeah. This is a nineties show, so let's refer to them as PJ and Duncan. Ah, well you've took one of my lines. Have I? I think so. Why didn't you use it then? No, I'm mean for later on. But okay, oh, we'll use it oh. now. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that happened in this decade. They don't they they had successful noughties and tens as well, so they don't need to hock up this one really, do but they? We've got loads to cover. We've got fashion, music, wars, politics, technology, deaths, we'll do that at the end. TV, sport and films, and then just other bits that come back to us from the 90s that happened. I, I imagine uh, hearing us talking about wars and deaths will really warm people's hearts going into this, but let's see what you've got. Big challenge for you this week, this is? It is. It's, it's been racking my brain, and because it's not like telling interesting facts. I'm just kind of stating matter-of-fact things, even that. Isn't that what a fact is? Yeah, Yeah, but you know what I mean. Instead (laughs) of like having an interesting fact, I'm like, this happened, so I don't know how it's going to work. So you know last week we talked about the guy with a cock on his arm? Oh, yeah. Well, in 1993, a woman cut off her husband's penis and threw it out a car window. Right. In June 1993, a Virginia woman named Laura Bobbitt fed up with a reportedly abusive husband, so, well, he kind of deserved it then. No, good to say. Cut yeah. off his penis with a kitchen knife while he was sleeping. She then got into her car with a severed appendage, drove away and tossed it into a field. Surgeons reattached it to her husband, John Wayne Bobbitt, during an operation that took nine hours. Bloody hell. How does it take nine hours to put a penis back on? Just, uh, obviously, at the risk of sounding repetitive. We don't really want to go into another episode following a cock conversation so should we just start (laughs) let's start we don't do that two weeks in a row do we yeah we don't want to be known as one of them podcasts (laughs) so let's go so in the 90s one thing that happened to me in primary school is that i painted a rainbow but i went a bit rogue and i put like loads of colors in it like brown black grey, everything and i showed it to the teaching assistant i said do you like my rainbow and she said no Like, when I was in year one... I just thought, this sounds like a really boring story, but you saved it at the end. And it was like, that can really affect you as a kid, that. I don't think she'd be allowed to teach nowadays. Yeah, so there we go. So when people think of the 90s, one thing people think about is fashion, okay? Now, me and you, Matt, have always been quite fashionable people. Oh, you're so kind. But I'm going to cover what the fashion was like, okay? Briefly. Yeah. Now, one of the worst fashion mistakes I've ever made, and I should actually really blame my mum for this. So at the time, like Ryan Giggs was quite big in the 90s, wasn't he? Yeah. My mum or my grandma, someone bought me some tracky bottoms, but they weren't Man United ones, they were Ryan Giggs ones. And on the side, it just said Ryan. So for years, and even my mum still to this day laughs at me and calls me (laughs) Ryan. Well, because you had Ryan on (laughs) your track. (laughs) Because I had Ryan on my track that she bought me. He's like, oh, you remember when you had Ryan's pants on, Ryan? You bought them. I was a child. I didn't pick them myself. I think up to 1999, any fashion problems we have, we can blame our parents, can't we? Well, when I was at school, secondary school, we didn't have a school uniform. So it was oh, just right. like normal clothes. So literally, for my school uniforms, like Adidas tracky bottoms and like sports tops. It was all crap fashion then, wasn't it? And like, God help you if you wore poppers. You'd have thought youth offenders' homes would have made you wear a uniform. <laughs> no, But no. well, it was quite a poor school. But, uh, yeah. Wonder, just to go back on that, what did you just say about poppers? Like, I did popper trousers, you know, and people used to rip them open. Mate, I had them. Yeah, I had loads. Yeah. And do you know what mistake I made? Well, you remember the ones where the button went right up to the top so yeah. they could actually rip them off? Yeah. Because people always, people always popped you, didn't they? Yeah. It was like, I don't know why you'd wear them. It, it was, they were called, that, remember Kappa Jackets? Yeah. My what f- colour was your Kappa Jacket. No, I didn't have one, but I remember them. Oh, wow. <laughs> My favourite Adidas jacket, bottoms were black with orange stripes. They were great. Oh. God help you if you had two stripes. You were called two stripes. Like, that was an M-E-R, two stripes. Oh, man. The badger sounds really cool in your school, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Yeah. If that's all I had to worry about at school, being called too short, <laughs> I remember as well. I was ridiculed about the roll balls <laughs> I remember it as well. After P I I put my tracky bottoms on, but I put them on the wrong way. And I didn't realize I was walking to English. I tried to put my hands in my pockets and I couldn't put my hands in my pockets properly. I was like, what's going on? And then I sat and then I told the teacher, like, discreetly, I said, can I go to the toilet? She, <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, no. She's like, no, the same just one that you the showed the rainbow <laughs> And I said to her "I goes, Alright right, well what yeah, can you say And then I just put my arm and said can I go to the toilet And she said yeah let me go So I just changed my trousers round But how sick was she she would not let me turn my trousers round Did you tell her Well you said discreetly how did you go about it discreetly Because obviously you sat at a table <laughs> well, was, You have to raise your hand Did you like sort of sneak to the front Yeah but it was the part of the class when she was like walking round yeah. Oh, so you called her in? Yeah, yeah. So, so I imagine you went, Miss, just come here a sec. Yeah, that went, us, of thing. I told you, you rainbow shit. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've learned a lot about you tonight as a child. I know. Let's get back on the fashion. Yeah. So, early 90s basic styles. So many trends from the late 80s carried over to the early 90s, including the use of fluorescent colours on sweatpants, T-shirts, parachute pants, and jackets. The most popular clothing colours were blue, green, orange, pink and yellow, often paired together in patterns inspired by comic book and pop art. Oh. Common looks for women were crop tops, baby door dresses, over leggings, black leather jackets with shoulder pads and coloured or embroidered jeans with slouch socks, keds and ballet flats. No idea what keds are. No, no. Outfit- like I said, this, this period, I was like the same age as my kids now. Yeah. So, I was hoping you'd been telling me, like, what they wore in 98 when I was dancing to Blue Dabba Dee dabba da. We'll get to all that. Okay, good. So, outfits <laughs> for men included bright T-shirts, denim overalls, coloured jeans, striped sweatshirts, and leather or letterman jackets with slouch socks and sneakers. That just sounds all horrific to me. Yeah, I think the worst of them. Fashion Sorry. 90s fashion was worse than 80s fashion, I think. I think 90s fashion is probably the worst. Looking back. Yeah, because I think the haircuts were pretty tragic in the 90s Mm. as well, weren't they? You know, the bold cut and the step and all that. So mid-90s fashion. By 1994, fashion took a turn to move more polished form-fitting styles. Popular mid-90s looks for women included tailored skirt and pantsuits, slip dresses, hot pants and skirting satin, metallic, sequin and vinyl fabrics. Animal prints and bright colours were popular carryovers from the early 1990s. Men's clothing also featured bald prints, the most common being Hawaiian and Paisley patterns, sporty jerseys, graphic t-shirts, leather jackets and velvet blazers. This sounds awful. It does, doesn't it? Like, really yeah. bad. Well, to save it, there was the, ninth, the late 90s style essentials. Two main influence on late 90s fashion were a 1970s revival in women's clothing and business casual for men. The 70s revival styles were inspired by disco looks and were mainly focused on women's fashion. Popular clothing items were a black or red leather, or pleather, whatever that is, pants, fitted shirts, halter tops, cropped tanks, flared pants, and platform shoes. I remember Will wearing platform shoes. Yeah. The colour palette brightened up from the dark grunge tones to plums, navies, and reds. Men's business casual looks were made popular by the dot-com boom and included dress slacks, chinos, khakis, and belts. A more formal look was a three- or four-button single-breasted suit with a bright tie and matching shirt. All black suits, shirt and ties was also a popular formal look for men. That sounds a bit bad, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's still... Because you can always remember them. They were, like, oversized. And, like, I just think of Rodney Trotter and Only Fools and Horses when he started yeah. wearing suits. Yeah, I like, I don't like oversized clothes. No. So I, there was, I like my clothes nice and snug. Yeah, we know. <laughs> look like look like hot dog sausage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a couple of types of 90s looks. There was grunge, Nirvana. Yeah, it entered mainstream fashion in 1992 when grunge bands like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Soundgarden rose to popularity. Think Kurt Cobain used to wear like a cardigan and, and like ripped jeans and just didn't look like he give a fuck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You, well, it's written down in front of you, sir. So. Not, not specifically about Kurt Cobain. So then, next... okay, sorry. <laughs> So the next one, modern preppy. The preppy look was popularized on screen, Saved by the Belt and Clueless. Sounds good. What was his name again? Zach, was it? No Zach. idea. I didn't watch any of them. You didn't watch Save by the Bell? No. Although the guy was it Zeke or something who's been arrested for stabbing someone. Screech! Is that what it was? I don't know. What did I say? <laughs> Zeke? <laughs> I'm sorry. To Zach. be honest, the book you tell me about your school days, I always thought of you as a bit of a Zack but now I'm starting to think of you more like Screech. Definitely not. Right, the next one, punk. Punk style gained popularity. you were calling me. You are a punk. Next one, punk, all right. Sorry, mate, you're not really (laughs) Screech. Punk. Punk style gained popularity in the mid-late 90s, especially among skaters. This 90s look was compromised mostly of black, red, tartan, and dark-coloured T-shirts, hoodies, and leather jackets. Did you have a lot of skaters around by you? Yeah. Skaters, townies and moshers. We used to call them, oh, did we call them trenders? Townies were called trenders. Yeah. And um, they were called grebo's, I think, the skaters. Yeah. Trenders and greebos and then goth. And we had emus as well, then ones that just walk around depressed. I thought they were later on. All right. And I thought they were called ebos, not emus. Right. So next one. Hip-hop. Famous hip-hop artists like MC Hammer, Tupac, NWA and Public Enemy had a heavy influence on 90s fashion. These look featured wide leg jeans, tracksuit, bomber jackets, gold chains and snapback hats. Cool. So all in all, 90s fashion was horrific and sounds horrific and looking at some of these pictures definitely was horrific. Well, yeah, yeah and no. I mean, I think I could get on board with the... That one you said about the shirt and sweater, it's been a long take. This, so I can't remember. All the stuff you said. Just listen back, you'll love it. So, the next bit of the night is music. How's your 90s music knowledge, Matt? I'm gonna say pretty solid. I'd say, I look okay. out his music. So, well, I've picked. A load of, what I would say, the best songs of the 90s. So you can tell me what year it was or who the singer was, OK? I'll, I'll be the judge of whether it's the best, but OK. And hopefully this brings back some memories for some of our listeners, OK? Yeah. So, what year was Smells Like Teen Spirit out? 1991. Yeah. Easy. I, can I just say, although I did say some of the best songs of the 90s, I don't really like Nirvana, so that oh, I love count. Nirvana, what no. you want about Behave. This is more like me. What year did Wannabe come out? 1996. Oh, yeah. New song it. Oh, come on. Spice Girls. I like that as well. My, my taste was very diverse. Grunge pop. Euro pop. All of it. I loved it all. My f- One of the first posters I had was the Spice Girls on my wall. Was it? Yeah. I love Jerry Harry well. I was going to just say who was your favourite sports. I think Jerry was my favourite as well. And then she left. Yeah. Right. Britney Spears. Hit me baby one more time. What year was that out? I'm told between two. So, uh, 97. 98. That was the second one. It was 97 or 98. Do-Wop. Hanson. Actually, no. Lauren Hill. So, forget that one. <laughs> I was going to ridicule you then because it's called Oom um Bop. But... <laughs> now, this is one of my favorite songs from the 90s, as it probably is for everyone else. Bittersweet Symphony. What the year? Uh, yeah, what year? 97. Correct. Thank don't, you. don't speak? 96. 95. Who sung oh. it? No doubt. Living La Vida Loca, Spanish version. Um. Oh, I think that was later 90s, wasn't it? Uh, 98? 99. Oh. My, one of my other favourite songs from my favourite film, My Heart Will Go On. 97. Soundtrack 2. Oh, come on. do was to get that wrong. I don't know. I told you what year teen spirit come out, and you didn't think i know what film that was from. <laughs> I cried when I went to see Titanic. Well my, I made it through the cinema bit. and it wasn't until I got home um my mum and dad were sitting on the sofa and they were, how was it? And I went ah, <laughs> There was a woman holding a baby in the sea and it was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was good. It was a good film. Yeah. Okay. Mm, Bob. by Hansen. Ninety six. Ninety seven. You're jet now it ain't. It's ninety six. Ninety seven. I was in year six. When it was 97. Out. I'm reading it. Right, next one. Oh. Barbie Girl. 97. By? Aqua. Yeah. I told you I knew my 90s music, mate. I'm well in on it. My One of my most favourite ever bands. Losing My Religion. R-E-M. R.E.M. Yeah. R.E.M. What year? Yeah. That was earlier 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm going to say 93. 91. That's the furthest one away. And I recommend anyone to listen to the album Automatic for the People by R.E.M. because it's classic. Question for you then. Yeah. What does R.E.M. stand for? Rapid Eye Movement. Okay, next question. Thank you. I'm a genie in a bottle. What, yeah? I wish you never did that. Um... Ninety nine by Christian Aguilera. Yeah, I'm quite good. I told you, nineties, mate. Go a bit harder. Okay. Go further down the charts because these are easy. Okay. Vogue by Madonna. Oh, I'm not very good with Madonna. I didn't like Madonna. Uh Ninety seven. I went right down the charts in nineteen ninety. So yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Well that's ruined my role now because I was like within two years for every question. That's annoyed me now. Don't stay with the easy ones. Getting jiggy with it. na 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 na. na. That's early nineties, isn't it? No. Will Smith, 1997. Oh. Okay. All right, I've got a question for you. Go on, then. And the reason why I asked this is because not only is it the longest reigning number one of the nineties. But it still holds the record today. What song is it? No idea. Come on, don't be like just have a guess. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) All them songs, just say one. I'll give you a clue. Go on. By a Canadian. Uh... It's a love song that has probably been played at millions of weddings and it was number one for 14 weeks, I believe. Or possibly 16. I'll have to double-check that. Oh, go on. I can't think. Just name was You get what you God. give New Radicals 1998. Okay. <laughs> Would you have that as a wedding song? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Go on, what is it? I don't want to miss a thing by Brian Adams. Oh, yeah. And the Clues made it really easy. And how you come up with Boo Radicals, I'll never know. So out of all those fantastic bands, Matt, who was your favourite of the 90s? Well, I'm going to say none of them, even though I like them all. But Oasis has got to be the best yeah. of the 90s, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they, they are the flag bearers of the 90s, aren't they? I think, yeah. But now I'm older. Well, probably from my mid-20s, I'd probably say... I'd have to say REM from when I was in the 90s. It obviously wasn't, but looking back, I'd have to say REM because I think REM are just absolutely fantastic. So uh, yeah, REM were a good band. I'll give you that. I'll give. But I, I liked a bit of the cheesy stuff. I will tell you what, I really liked from no, the like. 80s was like the dance. The early 90s yeah. dance rhythm is a dancer. Yeah, it's my life. What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? Move on. Why why are you ruining everything <laughs> You Do not like going to parties and like that was an early 90s dance? That was just a shit song. <laughs> that was a great song. It wasn't. It was. Oh, what was the other one? Um oh, Till I come. Do 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 do. Yeah. Doo-doo-doo-doo. That would have suited more than what you gonna look like with the chimney <laughs> on. It. That was more in line with the songs I was listening. But I remember going to parties and like them songs would be on and like the aquas and stuff like that and um blue dab and dee dab and oh, da. That is a classic yeah. Eiffel 65. Yeah, great. So let's keep this cheery thing going and let's move on to our next topic. Wars. <laughs> I'm a bit um, sceptical now, you've took me on a lovely journey there, talking about 90s music, and now I just think, you're going to kill it now. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) if you're honest. (laughs) But this is all part of the 90s, this is what brings back memories for people, or people might not know about some of this stuff, so we're we're a factual, informal podcast man. We are, yeah, but some people might have bad memories, PTSD and all that. Right, well, we'll go through them quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll help. Right. If okay. Really quick, it'll help. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're not a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to record anything traumatic. Just tell me really fast, <laughs> and then we can start talking about Barbie Girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. The Congo Wars break out in the nineties. The first Congo War takes place in Zaire. Zaire, from October ninety six to May ninety seven. Resulting, and dictator Mobotu Siske Seko being overthrown from power, ending 32 years of his rule. Zia, or Zaire, is renamed the Democratic Republic of Congo. Wasn't it called Zaire? Yeah, that's what I said. You said everything but. But <laughs> all right. Well, Ho- hopefully our that. listeners could remember it's called Zaire. Zaire, then. Okay. I'm... I hope I'm not making a mug of myself here. I could be wrong. I don't think I am, but I could be. Well, the Second Congo War started in August 1998 in Central Africa and involves multiple nearby nations. It continued until July 2003. Okay. I didn't know anything about them, so that's quite an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. So this one, I think, is probably the defining war of the 90s. The Gulf War, the First Gulf War. Oh, yeah, about 91, was it, or something like that? So President Saddam Hussein accused Kuwait... (laughs) Oh, sorry. What was the question? Talking to a fucking robot. Sorry, sorry. What was the question? I said, was it in 1991? Saddam (laughs) Hussein. Sorry. You like one of them waitresses in America? You know when they just don't listen and they're just programmed to ask you questions? Yes, it it was in 1991. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So President Saddam Hussein accused Kuwait of flooding the market with oil and driving down prices. As a result, on the 2nd of August 1990, Iraqi forces invaded and conquered Kuwait. The UN immediately condemned the action and a coalition force led by the United States was sent to the Persian Gulf. Aerial bombing of Iraq began in January 1991 and a month later the UN forces drove the Iraqi army from Kuwait in just four days. In the aftermath of the war, the Kurds in North Iraq and the Shiites in the south rose up in revolt and Saddam Hussein barely managed to hold on to power. That was until the US invasion in 2003, and he was obviously killed. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking, Russ, um, when we put out a tweet about the 90s, give us any memories. We had a few replies. Claire sent loads of lovely memories in from the 90s. No one mentioned the Gulf War. Again, we're a factual podcast. I'm just throwing stuff out there. This okay. is what people want to know they? <laughs> Do they? I, yeah. I think they thought, oh, that'll be a nice trip down memory lane. Let's talk about Saddam Hussein for a little bit. That'll help. Right, come on. The Chechen Wars break out in the 90s. The first Chechen War, 1994 to 1996. Yeah. The second Chechen War, 1999 to 2009. That don't count. No. That was... <laughs> No. That will be in the noughties episode. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you how <laughs> well, it we will Talk about the wars there, because that was all swimming, wasn't it? No, so we can talk about it up until the end and say, "And join us for our 2000 episode where we tell you how it ended." <laughs> yeah. The Kosovo War, 1998 to 1999. That just snuck its way into the podcast. There was the awful Rwandan genocide between April 1994 and mid-July 1994, and. The end of the Ethiopian Civil War, which ended in 1991. So it was actually quite a horrific decade for war. I think every decade had its wars, though, hasn't it? Yeah, but they just sound a bit, and they seem to be a bit more brutal. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. (laughs) I know, yeah. Don't worry, there'll be no more depressing stuff. I just thought it was important to throw them in. So, some of the more famous sporting events, Matt. Italia 90. See, I can't remember Italia 90. I can't. I, I think USA, USA 94 was my first World Cup I could remember. Yeah. Well, it was... Well, I think you can kind of sum Italia 90 up in. Pavarotti's Nessun Dorma. New World's World in Motion. Which is a good song, actually. John Barnes' rap. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. And Gaza's tears. Yeah, I thought you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be really controversial here. Yeah, this is like for the football fans of this show. Gaza is classed as like an England legend, isn't he? Yeah. After he got that other card, he capitulated, didn't he? Yeah. Selfish, cried his eyes out, give up. Yeah. Compare that to the late nineties with Roy Keane same situation as Gaza but in the Champions League semi-final got booked final was man of the match and still got his team to the final put the team before himself I thought Gaza was quite selfish there and I don't care if I get mail for that (laughs) well it won't be you that gets it with me because I've got the email address a nice one (laughs) right so next one 1992 Olympics Barcelona yeah I've been to that stadium yeah so by. Odd tour, all. Odd holiday. Yeah. So that was Sally Gunnell taking home gold in the women's 400 meter hurdles. Linford Christie trying to in the men's 100 meters. And Matthew Pinsett and Steve Redgraves finishing first in the men's cockless pair. I used to get called Matthew Pinsett at school by my headmaster. Yeah. Because it's similar to my name, yeah. Matthew Passant. But yeah. Not a cool story, you but to be there. It's a nice. <laughs> At least he didn't tell me we're rainbow was shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, Tanny Gray Thompson's four golds. This is in 1992. And before I read this, I'll just tell you a quick story. Right, in my job, we have excellent awards, so a yearly awards for the whole company. Right, about 16,000 people. In two years, I ran them, and one, the first year I'd done it, I got Simon Weston to come and speak. So I ended up, so before he came, I went for a meal with him and I spoke with him. And then I, I looked after him for the day. Amazing guy. And the second year I'd done it, I got Tanny Grey-Thompson to come to the awards. And so again, I went for a meal with her and spent the day with her. And they come to a point where it was a bit of a lull, not much was happening. So I took her to one of our meeting rooms and I was in a meeting room with her for about an hour. It was just me and Tanny. What a fantastic lady she is one of the best conversations I've ever had with someone we talked about everything family sport it was literally like people would kill to have an hour just talking to someone like her and I got it through work and what a woman absolutely amazing I don't surprise you still got her contact details we could have got her on this well actually I think I've still got a mobile number, Simon Weston so I might give him a text it was just, you know you could have told me this before we could have got them on no, I think I'd get sacked If like oh by the way remember when I had you at work um Can you come back and do an interview for me podcast? (laughs) Yeah, well, you might get sacked from your first job, but it would boost your income on your second job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tani Grey-Thompson, this is when um, she's obviously the UK's most celebrated Paralympian and she's won 16 medals over a course of four Paralympic Games and her debut was in 1992. Brian Lara's 501 not out. That was in 1994. Yeah. These to have the game or the PlayStation. Yeah, Brian play Lara cricket. cricket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a bit of an American one, so you might not know this one. The Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan scandal. I've heard of LaTonya Harding. It's Tonya, not LaTonya. So I haven't <laughs> heard of it. No. Basically, she's, she's, I think she was a bit of a head case, and she got someone to break her opponent's ankle, or something like that. Look into it. It's... Playing what sport? Ice skating. next sounds like uh, that film with Will Ferrell and Edward (laughs) Wilson Blades of Glory yeah next one England's Grand Slam Trio 1991-1995 was that rugby yeah not into rugby mate football coming home 1996 but it never did it no I just remember because obviously Gareth Southgate missed the penalty didn't he? yeah at my school the next day, because I was a Villa fan, you'd have thought it was me that missed the penalty. <laughs> the shit I got. I was like, I don't play for... Fun. I didn't take it, because I was a Villa fan. Got hammered for it. Tyson v. Holyfield, bait fight, 1997. with his yeah. yeah. Was that when it was? Ninety seven, mm. bloody hell. Three, two, one. Chicago Bulls, historic repeat, three-peat. Did you uh, watch the documentary on Netflix about them recently? Watch some Michael of it, Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, I love basketball, mate. The playoffs is on now, yeah. so there's a little plug for the NBA. Maybe they'll give us some money for that. Man United's history-making treble. Again, I use Roy Keane as an example. That is a team player, unlike Gaza. And finally, Serena Williams storming to the scene in 1999. One thing I remember from the 90s, do you remember the, you know, I said USA 94 was like the first one I can remember? Yeah. World Cups. Yeah. Well, England never qualified, did they? No. And I think they needed to beat San Marino 7-0 and they beat them 7-1 and conceded after like 12 seconds. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's that? right. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, isn't it? I think he was a school yeah. teacher, that guy. Yeah, they, yeah, they're all like part-timers, San Marino, aren't yeah. they? imagine like having a bet on that i know so um that's almost as depressing as our war section well russ i hope that's uh wet everybody's appetite for part two coming next week yeah it was jam-packed that one we did when we first started this we didn't think it would be a 2 party but there's that much stuff to cram in i know yeah i know and Coming up now, quickly, before we go, something else I've got to cram in. Go More on. bloopers. Oh, here we go. So, uh, Russ, this week, you've had a nightmare. I've had a nightmare. Let's play, everyone, our nightmares. You know, one thing that happened to me in the 90s is, is that I split my head open. I was with my friends, and we were running around like the side of our neighbour's house over a gate. And I climbed over the gate and fell over, and I split my head open. That was a shit cracker, that is the crack. forget that, right, just forget that whole fucking pointless thing, what are you doing, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, <laughs> cool story, bro, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, in my head I thought that's going to be really good, he's like, yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, oh no, that was like, it was a primary school, that, Morphograph, morphographs was secondary school. That and makes I'm, it worse. No wonder I didn't get have sex in primary... in secondary <laughs> school. <laughs> what, because you couldn't draw a rainbow. <laughs> no, I meant no wonder I didn't have sex in secondary school because I was in morphographs, so that's what I meant to say. Job, we still had pages until recently. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never had a pager. Never had one. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find the fashion stuff. Fucking hell. so mid-nineties fashion by three, two, one. So mid-nineties fashion, by nineteen ninety-four, fashion took a turn to a more polished format fitting styles. Fuck three, two, one. So mid three, two, one. Right. Add all that. That can all go into the blooper. That was quite funny, right? Three, two, one. But don't obviously put add that bit into the blooper in the fucking blooper. Three. All right. <laughs> Sorry, three, two. Three, Would you tell three. Stephen Hawkins about gravity? <laughs> Sorry, I've been doing this for three months. Three, <laughs> I think I could actually go in now. Three, yeah. two, yeah, three, but not that last week. Right, should yeah. three, two, one. Men, <laughs> three, two, one. Come on, we need to get through this genre. I mean, decade. Let me say that again. It's probably my favourite decade. Well, I picked a couple.
1: Do us a favour,
0: Russ. Do us a favour. What? Can you just get out that fish tag? <laughs> Four. A mass killing of hundreds of thousands of Rwandans. Two teas and Hutu. Oh, fucking hell. I'll oh, just... Three, no, two, one. please, because I've got a good joke at the end of this. Alright, three, two, one. The awful... <laughs> it's an awful genocide. You've got a good joke at the end of this. <laughs> no, you... no, you haven't. <laughs> you definitely haven't, man. have <laughs> <laughs> had the genocide. Just a sarcastic comment about the tone of the subject. All right, okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's not really many funny jokes you can tell about. <laughs> the, awful Ru- the, three, two, one. the awful Rwandan genocide, that was between April 1994 and mid-July, to mass killing hundreds of thousands of people. Yep. That's it. That's <laughs> all we have to say. Can we talk about films or hang something? Hang on, They're next, hang on. Just let me, I need to end it better than that, hang on. Yeah, God, don't mention the genocide. I'll just throw it in, and then I'll just, and I'll ju- no, I'll just end on a positive rate. So three, two, one. <laughs> Is there any positive? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah? Yeah. Right, go on. It's funny that, Matt, because I, I seem to recall you having a lot more bloopers than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in control of them all, so I, was, I just cut mine out. Yeah, I was thinking that editorial control. Yeah, well, I've got to earn that 51%, haven't I? Yeah, that's true. That's you true. Got, you kindly off you said to me, didn't you, when you text me, you said, if we make any money for this, but all the editing you do, you can get 51%. Yeah, yeah so, that's true. I'll stick by that. So all them extra hours for one pound. <laughs> Well, we hope you've enjoyed part one of our 90s series. Part two, we're going to be covering 90s TV, 90s films, technology, and deaths. Yeah, we needed something depressing following the... Because uh, wars wasn't depressing enough, apparently. Well, we lost some iconic people in the 90s, so I think we're good to go over them and just remember them. Pay tribute. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. So, so we hope you're looking forward to it. We hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.